everybody. Before we dig into today's podcast, I hope everyone is doing well. Artists, photographers, neon makers, vendors, shop owners. If you just love neon and if one day you hope to own your own sign, whoever you are, I hope you're all okay during these trying times. Number two is our merch. If you ever wanted to wear something with the intent to feature neon front and center, it's online. Hit merch on the main nav on the site and so on. And last, text us, 917-565-9616. Love to hear from the community, general thoughts, musings, and or whoever we should have on the show. Whatever it is, hit us up, and here is your podcast. Welcome to the Mondo Neon Show. Argon, neon, helium, xenon, krypton. Transform and roll out. Max at Mondo Neon. I'm with Corbin Carey from uh, Sunset Waves, a music label artist, or uh, I should say record label. And just a lot of different things, uh, photos, you know, all sorts of stuff. Um, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, thanks for having me, dude. I'm excited. Yeah, so Corbin's got a mix of, of kind of all sorts of influences. I'm, I'm not going to speak for you, but all the stuff, the general moments, kind of what I pick up from are, are just all visual cues. And, and like I said, I think we talked a little bit before the show, it's a lot of things kind of hit, push a lot of my buttons. Uh, just tell maybe the listeners what exactly you've been up to, you know, what, what, what influences your work or just maybe on the sign level, where did that come from? Things like that nature. Maybe you want to start from wherever you want to, you know, kick things off, but um, sure. You know, go into that. Yeah. So, um, well, when I was in high school, uh, well, I'm from Amarillo, Texas. Um, and uh, when I was in high school, I kind of, got really involved in the like internet music scene through like Facebook groups and SoundCloud um, and just started kind of building a community um, there and just automatically felt, you know, a bunch of love and acceptance, which to me living in a, a town that was, uh, you know, I was often kind of seen as an outcast or different, um, like was really, really amazing. Um, and from that, I started a blog called Sunset Waves. Um, and started doing compilation albums. Uh, and then one thing led to another. That was back in uh, 2015. No, no, 2013. Wow, that I started Sunset Waves. And then in 2015, it became a label. Um, and yeah, ever since uh, I've kind of been doing that, that's kind of my main thing that I love to do. We work with artists all over the world um, and focus on kind of a wide range of electronic music, uh, mostly down-tempo stuff, stuff that's kind of hip-hop influenced. Um, but yeah, we kind of dabble in all kinds of different stuff. But on top of Which that, I've also too, been like taking all the, photos. All the musical stuff kind of lead, leads me to my question, which is kind of like, yeah. is there sort of a break in, in business? I think where you know, you're about to talk about that, but I admire a lot of people who can do a little bit of everything. And it sounds mm. like, you know, for a lot of reasons, I mean, people have been completely crushed in terms of business, especially nowadays, they feel totally locked in. I think music has been a, a sort of an experiential break for people. Mm. For a lot of reasons, I think a lot of artists turn towards music because it's cultural and it's also, you know, just sort of a, a good way to kind of, you know, get different ideas out. I think mm. what excites me the most, especially now, is that, you know, being able to, um, you know, use a lot of that good. And it could just be things like I'm seeing things on social media even wildly go viral because of music, like the the balance between what people are doing during the day and then kind of the yeah. background of, of all that kind of hitting you, whether it's like nostalgia or the success of what's going on. I think musically neon has a lot of comparisons between 
music and uh and i'll let you dig into that you know you're taking pictures of road trips which we were big fans of on the show a lot of people will yeah. travel but i've never had someone kind of in the musical industry how do you mm-hmm. does, do you find that the two kind of are able to coexist for you like you go off and go and like take photos and stuff like that when you're on trips yeah um well i think they they relate in a pretty interesting way i'd say neon and music both kind of well, at least the kind of music that I listen to, which I think a lot of people would um, describe as a bit passive. Um, it's not super in your face. It's not uh, vocal heavy. Um, so it's it's not something that you like have to take notice of, which I guess is not uh, directly related to Neon, which kind of is very in your face. But I think uh, that like passive nature um, and just kind of sinking into the environment uh, that, that you're around I think, um, like, especially when I think of neon, I think of uh, like old postcards of, of like Amarillo back in its heyday. Um, and of course some postcards I have, my mom and I collect old vintage postcards of Amarillo. And one of them says Amarillo was like the neon, uh, like our downtown had one of the best neon main streets in America. And I think of that photo and just how everything is like cohesive, uh, a blend, um, and and yeah, I think they both kind of just add uh, a certain um, feeling of of I'm not really sure what it is, and I'm sure it's different for everyone. Um, but it's like a certain kind me, of mystique, right? Like um, yeah, you know, when you look at the dreamscapes of like people in this, especially certain genres of music, I've really taken and run with it. But I largely like the photo that you did. Um, there's the sign was completely turned off. I think it was like a silhouette mm-hmm. with a star. And what's really cool about that idea is there's nothing but the actual form of the sign that's left. There's no neon lit up. There's no nothing. But for some reason, against the sky, kind of that morning sky, Mm -hmm. uh, you just kind of capture a specific moment. I don't know what it is. Some people always talk about taking pictures of neon when it's completely off during the day. And they find that that's like kind of what does it for them. I think it's neat how you've kind of gotten a uh, kind of a different lens, if you will, you know, like an old you know, completely vacant parking lot with the sign turned on. Largely, that's something interesting to me because it's almost like these stores are, are there, but there's no one inside, weirdly enough. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I think this feeling of of uh, like a dreamscape, sort of. Um, I think when I take pictures, especially, I'm, I'm trying to capture a moment more so than anything else. Um, and because of my experiences, I mean, my mom and I used to go on road trips and even from a really young age, rather than you know, going to water parks or amusement parks, we would go hunt out neon signs and try and take pictures of them. So I've always had a a certain love for them. And then as well as sunsets, uh, especially being in Amarillo, they're kind of just larger than life. You have the whole sky. Um, But Amarillo also, you know, it's right on Route 66, but unfortunately all of its neon is gone. Uh, There are really only a few examples of, of neon that's still intact in town. Um, and so I think I've always had a a bit of a, you know, like a distance relationship with neon where I loved it, but it was something that wasn't very accessible for me because where I'm from, like it it doesn't really exist too much. So when I go elsewhere, it's something I'm always seeking out, but, but that photo you're referencing with the, uh, the sunset in the back was, uh, you know, taking an Amarillo of a sign that of course used to be lit up. And I've always been a bit fascinated of uh, by that thought of, you know, I, I look at these old postcards or photos of a town and 
you know, I'm only 24. So it's like, oh, I didn't get to exist in this time. And I imagine how amazing it would have been to, to be on, you know, Route 66 in its heyday. Um, and now I'm stuck with this, you know, thing that's, that's not quite what I wish it was, but trying to find the beauty in that, I think is really important. Also, too, is like, you know, electronic music has, is growing in popularity, not only just like, I mean, I know you talk about largely with no lyrics and showing signs of, mm. you know, uh, even like the isolation that we're in right now, I think all those photos deal with that in a really interesting way. I don't know if you're kind of agreeing with that, but the potential for other platforms, especially like social media or Instagram, and even largely now music labels can put out their own content, like meaning like the pictures and the words and all that relevant information that goes along with it. Like I was largely one of those people that would open up the CD and read all the line notes and like look at the cover yeah. and study the back and kind of wonder, okay, who are the individuals that make this music? I think largely a lot of the incredible influences that have, you know, not only been, you know, put out there, whether it's like your craft work or, you know, largely these groups that have kind of were similar, had similar staying power, right? They kind of, they, they made their mark and they're extremely early on in development of some of these stylistic, but they all came from somewhere else, right? And artists will tend to say, okay, I hold up their flag and say, I'm the first one to do this. But largely, if you go back, you can always kind of eke out other things, like lots of influences. It's hard to really cut through all the noise and figure out exactly what that is. And I think good artists do a, jo a good job of kind of masking that, if you will, but there's a lot of accomplishments, mm -hmm. I think, electronic music deserves that I don't think necessarily get built on top of it, whether like it's, you know, early on, it was very much like a visual feast. If you had like that kind of album cover that could hit people or be super minimal and it would only just have like one particular, you know, brand of color against the label or whether it was a record and you kind of had yeah. to wonder, okay, where did this come from? Like what planet is this music from? So, yeah, you know, these could be devices of the artists or it could just be, you know, hey, like, you know, the younger generation just kind of going out there and doing what they can with the materials that they have. I think technology as it has increased has also given us a renewed interest in a lot of these older forms of mm. making materials or not necessarily have to be neon, but neon is made out of glass. And largely that's something we can look back and, you know, thousands of years ago and really kind of successfully mm. capture and people always love glass. Um, but, you know, I always remind people, you know, okay, there are other new things coming out. Let's pay attention to what's happening now versus, okay, just be stubborn and like stay in what's happening now, uh, kind of sign-wise and technology-wise. I understand there are kind of like two factors going on here. You know, one, you've got the music thing, but largely let's talk about that. I think, you know, are there any musical artists that you deal with that have, you know, particular influences that you're able to lock into or do they come to you? Like, what's it like to be operating a label and at the same time, you know, try to get out these artistic things that you do on the side. Yeah. Um, well, uh, really, you know, every artist is different and would give you a totally different answer as far as what's influenced them. Um, I think one thing that kind of combines a lot of them, uh, especially on, on my label, at least is a lot of the music, um, is somewhat emotive, um, which, I, I've always enjoyed more, you know, music that I feel like I can relate to, um, music that, you know, when I'm out taking photographs, I feel like are capturing or soundtracking the moment that I'm in. Um, that's always been really important to me as a curator, and I think is important to a lot of the artists I work with in turn. Um, and a lot of them, you know, are also focused on like organic sounds, um, using, uh, you know, all kinds of different sounds that they record themselves rather than something harshly electronic or, um, 
you know, I know a lot of the, the artists that I work with, for instance, you know, will take a field recorder out and go for a walk in the woods and anything that they find, they'll, you know, bang a rock on it just to give it that extra feeling of something relatable. You know, I think electronic music is in a really interesting place also because it oftentimes it's one person making the music. So, you know, you're able to have um, one cohesive mind behind an expression rather than, you know, a group of people each with their own different ideas. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's kind of related to taking photos. To me, it's capturing a certain moment in time and, and playing around with um, the way that you're looking at something or the way that you're hearing something um, and working through your own thoughts and emotions uh, in your own way. And then at a certain point, you know, giving that up for other people's to, uh, you know, experience and, uh, you know, relate to in their own ways. Yeah, I think that, like, you know, what you said earlier, too, is like, I think um, a lot of musical value, and especially electronic music, is giving the, the you know, the, the person who's making that music the ability to, to kind of edit and, and, and really share. I think early on, it was, you know, it wasn't necessarily a social type of music, but I think it mm. does kind of score well against certain movies, especially, you know, that certain films have made very good use out of certain, you know, songs, um, just because they're not so, like you mentioned, you know, so much about the lyrics. And so when something isn't so much about the lyrics, you can kind of the potential for it to go different places is much more, I guess, your ability to like kind of sneak things in, um, yeah. you know, and, and I think too, is like, you know, like you said, is, is, is there is sort of an entertainment value, but it may be not right on the, you know, the nose type thing, which is, I think, largely maybe like a, <laughs> a thinking man's type of woman's type of music. Um, but I just definitely don't encourage it as a fad. I remember early on in the nineties, I think, you know, even with things like, you know, early MTV, I can remember hearing things like, you know, um, just, just early, early conversations about, you know, Oh, this isn't music, uh, you know, you know, stuff that, you know, wouldn't necessarily come out now was definitely yeah. under the radar things like amp which was a, a really popular music video program that was kind of ahead of its its time if people don't necessarily know what that is it was kind of the rave crowd who was kind of responsible for a lot of those electronic acts really it was a television show with just electronic music videos on it and so you couldn't really go online especially like mid 90s and, and and for its first kind of few runs i think it was it was largely at a, a very late time slot and mm -hmm. uh you know, what was cool about it is that, you know, you, you felt like you were kind of part of a small cult, which I think kind of neon has largely kind of found itself in now. I mean, it's not mm. necessarily in a demise or anything like that, but there's a certain core group of people that respond to it and, and are able to kind of understand it a little bit more than rather than just kind of, you know, running to your first kind of option for a sign. Uh, they're, yeah. you know, they're brought to the kind of a unique place where they're like okay there's no other way around this i've got to now do it like this or, or you know kind of have an idea about you know neon and and work their way towards you know working with maybe like say a sign maker who bends glass and stuff like that um but i think that the form of the show resembled a very largely very similar uh tone of like the model of broadcasting and music videos now that's kind of gone online and, and occasionally people do turn on the tv but i think what's What's cool about it is that there's um, a core group of people that I think you can now look towards and kind of, you know, a longer history, if you will. Mm. Um, we can go back and look at those other forms or those other groups and, and start to kind of understand a little bit more versus where it was at before. Kind of people were just kind of all jumping in and 
trying to say one thing or another with it, which I think largely Neon had a lot of people making it early on. And then now we're kind of getting to like a core group of people who were who really pushing the envelope and, um, you know, and supporting it in a way that I think yeah. largely it deserves, you know? Um, yeah. You see that like with your label too, like kind of adding artists and, and people coming up to you or how do you, how do you find people? Is that an easy process for you? Well, yeah, it's, um, you know, I, th I think electronic music is almost in a, in a really interesting place, you know, with, with the like kind of blowing up of like lo-fi hip hop, 24 streams, you know, it's, it's like, uh, I feel like a lot of people now are, are starting to get into, get into it more and more because it is such an accessible thing. Whereas, you know, like with neon, yeah, you have to know how to, blow, you know, blow glass. You have to know how to like do all these very scientific and technical things. Whereas this is, you know, as simple as sometimes, you know, illegally downloading something on your computer and making sounds. Um, so I think right now, really, we're seeing a huge influx of people, you know, turning to the art form of electronic music and you know like joining into the community and the thing that i love most about it is is no matter how many people there are it's always uh you know welcome you know it's it's uh, always a, a loving place which you know i think is often a fear when you have a small community um that you know the larger it gets the the less and less that's going to you know be available but I've seen, you know, quite the opposite, even on, you know, like Discord, I'm joining small groups of, of artists, each with their own, you know, different inspirations and experience. And, you know, we're all able to support each other. And, um, you know, it, it's cool because oftentimes these electronic artists are in their bedrooms and they're, you know, they're miles and miles from everyone else. You know, me, for instance, being from Amarillo, you know, there was no one else around me listening to much less making the kind of music that I was into. Um, so finding this group of people online was really important to me. But I think, you know, as far as any community goes, that that feeling of, of openness and welcomeness is, is always most important. And I think uh, it's, it's exciting to me to see more and more people, you know, being turned on to, especially the more uh, chilled out electronic music. Um, because, you know, for one, that means more people hopefully will hear our music eventually and, and be into it. But also that means more people are going to start making it. And that just means, you know, more interesting ideas are going to enter the conversation. Yeah, I think, you know, whether I think what people can, you know, quickly understand, people are trying to, you know, create and, and, and deep down, I think, you know, we're all big fans of music, all of us in, in our own kind of special mm -hmm. way. I think anybody who you know, realizes that, you know, hey, there's value in the work that's being done here. And, and whether or not you agree with exactly everything it's saying, you know, you can always go back yeah. and, and kind of at least understand there's an enormous amount of attention that someone had to put there and kind of figure out and navigate their way through that, right? And so largely, I hear people talk about, well, you know, I, I'm not good enough to do this. So there's kind of discussion about, you know, oh, you know, this, this individual may not complete all the portions of their sign. So I, I just yeah. think that it, everyone is good enough to do the kind of work that they're looking for. It might not be that they could be on the same level as let's say, you know, someone's been doing it for a long time, but, um, but just get in there and, and play the game. And I know when people kind of turn off on electronic music, it tends to be, well, it just doesn't have anything I can relate to. And that's cool. I think a lot yeah. of times it takes a lot to communicate something with just a little bit. And so, yeah, 
what I do is I kind of just go back and I say, okay, you know, what are those, what are those things they are realizing? And it may be worthwhile to have a conversation about as opposed to, yeah, all, all electronic music is, is just the same thing. It's a bunch of beeps and boops and you kind of just have yeah. to go out of your own way. <laughs> so, well, I've noticed there, there is a, you know, like a lot of people when they hear electronic music, they think of, you know, like house music or, uh, you know, like dubstep or, you know, techno, you know, a lot of people, you say electronic and their first thought is, oh, techno music. And, you know, it's like so much more than that now. It's electronic music has, you know, you know, almost infiltrated every other genre in many ways. Um, and I think it is because, uh, you know, the our technology now allows us to create these these sounds that that do kind of break through. And a lot of times you might not even realize you're listening to an electronic song when you are. Um, and I think the farther and farther that it goes that way, you know, the, hopefully the more and more people with these preconceived notions of, of what electronic music is or should sound like, or does sound like start breaking down. Um, because yeah, I think at the end of the day, a, a lot of these artists are, are trying to create, like you said, you know, experiences and, and things people can relate to and, and, you know, I, yeah, I, I hope think that's what people, people want are able to do that. Sign of kind of legitimate understanding. I think where we approach music is kind of a, a insular place, but hmm. you know, I guess making things a little bit simpler, up and coming. I guess focus on things that you wildly want to happen, or I guess you like to people to, to learn more about. Kind of doing one of these, uh, you know, quick, uh, kind of incredibly what's important about the new label that you're, the label that's been going for a while hmm. um, in terms of you know, what do you want to see happen maybe for the rest of this year? What are you working on? Things of that nature. Yeah. Um, well, uh, we've got a couple more releases left for the year. Um, we just released two uh, EPs um, in the past month after taking a bit of kind of a hiatus, really. Um, quarantine was just kind of a weird time where I personally had to figure life out. Um, and I run the label by myself. So it's, you know, it all kind of relies on me. And I just needed some time to, to think and, you know, figure out where I'm at personally. Um, and yeah, and then we had, we've had three releases since then of artists that I love very much. Two of them are returning artists to the label um, whose, whose prior work was very, very well received. And going forward, we're doing our first uh, vinyl record um, and, and going to put that out um, before the end of the year, which is kind of just a compilation of some of our um, best label releases of uh, from 2015 to 2019. So cool. Yeah, uh, that's really exciting. Yeah, definitely. Um, everyone go check out uh, Corbin's work online. Uh, we'll put links in the show notes, things such as uh, his Instagram page, just, you know, your ability to follow him, take a look at some of his photos. I think you'll really get a lot out of it, especially for people who love neon and for anyone who loves the music uh, scene, especially on the electronic side. Um, go check out his label, Sunset Waves. Uh, lots of cool stuff coming up. Thanks, Corbin, for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Hey, guys, hope you enjoyed that show. If you haven't done so, please leave us a review on your podcast aggregator of choice. We have a lot of great neon guests coming up. And as always, thanks for listening.